We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast. My name is Bill Trochi, senior editor here at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our lead college football writer at SportingNews.com. And we are coming off the final Tuesday night ranking show on ESPN, and it uh, did not have much drama, did it, Bill? Yeah, they didn't have much to talk about because the playoff paths, as you and I talked about yesterday, um, pretty straightforward, right? I mean... There's six, maybe five, maybe only five teams that can actually get in this thing at this point. And I think they ranked them correctly. They answered the big question about Ohio State and Alabama. And here we are getting into the last week. Yeah, that's what we were looking at. Of course, if you didn't see the show, you probably aren't listening to this podcast. But if you did miss the show and you are listening to this podcast, Georgia at number one, they stayed. They held off Michigan uh, despite Michigan's fantastic performance in Columbus. Michigan comes in at number two, TCU three, USC four. And then they answered the question at number five. It was Ohio State ahead of Alabama. Bill, you saw this coming. You thought it would be Ohio State. Close decision, tough decision as to who was going to be number five, uh, the critical number five, because they can move up possibly if one of the teams loses this weekend. Ohio State's the hay is in the barn for them. The resume is complete. And they went with Ohio State. Why did you think the committee got it right? You you predicted it, and what what did you what did you see as far as uh, you know their reasoning? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, first of all, what if they bump Alabama ahead of Ohio State on Sunday? Like, you imagine the reaction of, well, we just arbitrarily decided that Alabama was better after last Tuesday we were wrong. And so they they, they switched up Baylor TCU years ago after uh, uh, TCU won 55 to three and dropped them. So you never know. You never know. But yeah, I mean, this is a victory in Columbus. They, They have the victory against Penn State, they have the victory against Notre Dame. And that weighed more than Alabama losing two games and not getting rewarded for its. I mean, we talked about this. Essentially, their best wins are the two Mississippi schools and Texas. And I think Ohio State's body of work, beating everybody by double digits, weighed more despite that the loss to Michigan. So now they are obviously all those Ohio State. I'm, I'm here in Columbus. I'm wondering if I go out tomorrow and there's a bunch of Utah gear running around. Uh, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> that could be. That could be. They will be big fans of Utah on Friday night. That's for sure. Let's get into some scenarios. Okay. You published a story on sportingnews.com. You came up with eight crazy playoff scenarios this weekend based on the results and how they could shake up the seating, how they could shake up the bracket. I want to focus on two in particular, okay? Let's start with Friday night, like you talked about. If USC loses, I think Ohio State fans assume they would jump USC. I'm going to pull a Lee Corso and say, not so fast. There's actually a debate. Do you agree? There's a debate, and there would have to be a conversation because, again, if the Pac-12 didn't have a championship game right now and they were just like, we're done, USC has to put something on the table this week. And I think – they would be in now. So they're playing an extra game. They're playing Utah. If this was similar to last time when Utah went for it and for two in the final minute and won, I think USC would have a case still. Now, would they win that argument? Probably not. I, I've always gone back and I've harped on this with you that there's never been a two-loss team in the college football playoff. And I think the committee likes it that way in their own way because they're able to present it this way. But it is an interesting – I didn't really think about it until you brought it up before we came on tonight that, yeah, that, that'll be a longer conversation than I maybe believe it would be. Yeah, it's tough to uh, – Dan Wetzel made a big thing on his podcast this week. It's tough to punish a team that has to play that 13th game when the other team didn't earn the 13th game and right. they benefit from it. If Utah wins again, that first game was as close as it could possibly be, total yardage-wise, score-wise, everything. It was at Utah. Utah's ranked 11. I presume if they beat USC Friday night, they might climb into the top 10. USC sitting there saying, we lost two close games to a top 10 team. Ohio State, you got blown out at home, uh, and we had to play an extra game that you didn't have to play. Let me see you play Michigan next week and see if you have a second loss. You know, I mean, there's there's a case to be made. Yeah, there is. And 
this is the the weird rule, and I, I'm, I've I've hammered this point for years that these conference championship games they they only have value this weekend if one team wins, and that's the problem with them. Is this only has value to the Pac-12 if USC wins? It only has value. It doesn't have much value in the SEC and Big Ten. So. I think there is something to having to play for that 13th game, but at the same time that they have a chance to correct their mistake essentially. And Lincoln Riley had a chance to do this back when he was at Oklahoma, when they lost to Texas in the regular season, they turned around, they beat Texas in the playoff. They won the Heisman trophy with Kyler Murray and they end up going to the playoff. So I think it's more of an opportunity for USC, a showcase. You know, I didn't check the ratings off last week's game, but if there are people that haven't seen Caleb Williams play, you're going to be in for a treat Friday night because, man, he can he can ball. And I think certainly an opportunity for them to make a statement. And if they win, there won't be a debate with Ohio State. They will be in. Right. It's just it's hard, especially in college football. Your reward is a top 10 opponent. And Ohio State played two top 10 opponents. They won one and they lost one. They probably wouldn't want to play a third top 10 opponent. So, you know, it does. It benefits them for getting blown by big, by getting blown out on Saturday. And that's that's hard to uh, that's hard to justify. And then secondly, looming in the background, because the committee doesn't like to be accused of trying to uh, mess with the TV ratings. But Ohio State brings in a lot more viewers than than USC. And you're going to have conspiracy theorists saying, hey, you're trying to do anything you can to get a extra few, few extra million eyeballs on this playoff. Yeah, and that's and that's always a thing. But I just never have bought into that. I mean, they, they put Cincinnati in last year. They've put Clemson in how many times? Clemson isn't exactly a ratings driver outside. Clemson isn't even the biggest program in their state. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I, I don't necessarily buy into that. I know why people say it, because there are two brands that – have a different set of rules and one's Ohio state and one's they're the only two schools, Alabama being the other one. Those are the only two schools that got in without winning a conference championship um, without playing for a conference championship. And, you know, Notre Dame, when they got in the one year, it's a different set of rules for them, but the one year they got in playing in the ACC championship. So um, there's something to it. But again, I think unfortunately for USC, if they lose, I think the committee probably would take Ohio state. So there would be an even more uh, of that discussion about viewership and brand and everything if TCU loses and the debate the debate for the number four spot in the playoff comes down to TCU and Ohio State. Both teams would have one loss, not the one loss versus two loss argument that we just had with USC. Kansas State has bumped up to number 10. So this would be the second time they had to play a top 10 opponent. The, 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 the resumes between Ohio State and TCU would be similar. I think uh, Ohio State's two top 20 wins are against number eight, Penn State, and number 21, Notre Dame. TCU's top 20 wins are number 10, Kansas State, earlier in the season. And number 20, Texas. So very similar resumes, very similar records, you know, one loss to a top 10 team. We don't know how the TCU-Kansas State game presumably would play out. Uh, But again, the argument can be made TCU got penalized for that 13th game. 
And, and you know, I, I got this. Somebody tweeted this at me today when we, were, we talked about this earlier. You know, remember when TCU went on that stretch of beating four straight ranked teams? Well, only one of them's ranked now. So, I mean, they basically ruined Oklahoma. They started Kansas. I, I it's that whole where they Kansas was a different team when they played TCU. They were undefeated, and game day was on their campus. And, and, and a healthy then, quarterback, or at least for and, part of the game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Oklahoma State was in a different spot then in their season. And then Kansas State game was huge, and they did that with Howard, who we'll talk about more on our Wednesday podcast. Um, and he's settled in nicely at quarterback. So they have five wins against ranked teams. They, they have everything to prove. And I do think this argument, if TCU loses, say, a, a close, like, 33-30 type game, a heartbreaker, whatever, that argument's going to get sticky because I think TCU has a really good case on Ohio State because they did push a 13th game out there. They have beat ranked teams. They don't have a Longhorn or an OU on their helmet, so it, it hurts them that way. And these two already had this happen in 2014 where I've been through this a million times where Ohio State zoomed past TCU in those last rankings. So TCU fans don't like Ohio State. I think Ohio State fans are like, we're if we played them tomorrow, we'd win by twenty. Yeah, I know that's what they think. So um, that one will get nasty if TCU loses. Really nasty. I mean, and yeah. I think the view would go, oh well, well, who would Vegas favor? Ohio State versus TCU. We know TCU has not gotten much respect from the odds makers all year. Ohio State would be a heavy favorite. Ohio State has the brand. They bring the eyeballs. They probably have more NFL prospects. They have better recruiter recruiting rankings, but resume to resume, blind resume to blind resume, especially having to play that 13th game, it might sway enough committee members to, to let TCU stay. Absolutely. And, and there is a scenario out there with TCU also, and I sketched it out, and this is really what I believe the only scenario where Alabama can get back in the conversation. Like, I, I think they're, I still think they're dead, but you know, if you play this out with me, Bill, um, if Utah wins mm-hmm. and basically if everybody loses but Georgia, so then it would shake out like this. You'd have Ohio State would creep in, mm-hmm. Michigan would be in, Georgia would be in, USC would be out. And then your last argument, let's assume that Ohio State wins the TCU. Let's say TCU gets beat by like four touchdowns somehow. It's just a disaster from the start. And they take Alabama, Georgia. TCU. <laughs> Then Alabama TCU becomes the last argument. And then the committee could could then you think the the tinfoil people are out on that one. <laughs> Wait till they get Georgia and Alabama in one semi and Michigan and Ohio State in the other. And then they'll be like, how many TV suits got that one right? So I don't think TCU will get by, but it's Big 12 football. It's unpredictable. It is unpredictable. And um so yeah, we'll see. I mean, we've seen chaos in the past. In the Big 12, as a matter of fact. Right. I remember way back, uh, I think Kansas State upset Oklahoma, ruined the national championship season for them. Uh, I think Texas A&M pulled a big upset one time uh, in the that Big 12 Kansas. championship game. They beat, they beat Michael Bishop. So beat Kansas Michael State's Bishop. been in the middle of these before, and that's the, as soon as I see them on that field. And what the last couple of years, this Big 12 championship game, Baylor and Oklahoma played a classic. Last year was what? Incredible. One yard. One yard. One yard. And it, 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 that's the one that I hate to say this, Bill, and we, we can get into it more tomorrow. I, I think TCU has a better chance to lose than USC does. 
but we'll get into that later. Yeah, I mean, both point spreads are right there. USC, I think, is a three-point favorite. TCU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, they're both basically toss-ups. Um, they both have work to do. And like I said, Ohio State and Alabama have their feet up on the coffee table watching the TV this weekend. So, anyway, interesting debates. We'll see what happens. Uh, as we do every week, I like to go through the uh, 12-team bracket. When we finally get to 12 teams, either in 2024 or 2026, based on these current rankings, we actually seeded everybody correctly because the top four are from four different conferences. Uh, so the bracket would break out this way. In the first round, Tulane would be coming up to your neck of the woods at Ohio State. <laughs> and the winner gets Caleb Williams and USC. Uh, <laughs> that would be a fun one. We would have Utah at Alabama. They met in the Sugar Bowl a few years ago, if you remember. And they would the winner would get TCU. So Alabama would have to go through Utah and TCU to get to the Final Four. That's interesting. Maybe, I think they would. <laughs> Kansas State at Tennessee would be a first-round matchup with the winner playing Michigan. And then a really fun matchup, Clemson at Penn State. I don't know if those two have met up. Uh, I, no, no Clemson Penn State game comes to mind in my head, but uh, Clemson at Penn State would be a first round game, and then the winner gets Georgia. So we could have a Penn State Georgia rematch from uh, years ago for the national championship, or a Clemson Georgia, which are always fun games too. So and, what, what, any of those just grab you? <laughs> well, if if it played out like that, the Final Four. I just did it as you were talking. Um, the fi- the semifinal matchups would be Michigan versus Alabama and Ohio State versus Georgia, in my opinion. Like if you were just playing it out on the field, so that's where the conspiracy comes in because that's what they want. They want the hammers, and um, those would be big TV audiences, boy. Ooh, they could just play that in the. Se- I would just do like one of the like the NCAA basketball Final Four does at that point. Just do a double hitter at one site <laughs> and see if all those fan bases could take it. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be something else. So, all right, well, that'll do it. We have wrapped up. We survived five Tuesday nights, Bill, of all the rankings. The next ranking will be on Selection Sunday, the final show, the only one that really matters, and then we will go from there. Join us tomorrow. We're going to break down the five conference championship games. We're going to check in on our contest, our confidence contest. It's still tight. We're going down the stretch here, and then we'll have some trivia and see how if I can stump Bill this week. It's uh, it's going to be a good one. So hope to see you soon. And thanks again for listening to the CFB Nation All-America Podcast.
Thank you.